0: If you want to join us, sign up at KathyHiller.com slash five day. Hey guys, it's Kathy. I wanted to play some extra episodes this week so that you can get a taste of the podcast training I'm doing all week. Before we share this, I want to let you know that the doors are officially open to the podcast course that I offer once a year. And I honestly am at a point where I feel obligated to tell you to get your butt into this program because it's three months. It's live. You're going to get live calls with me and we're going to be able to go step by step through the process so that come January of 2023, your podcast is out in the world, right? We're going to start recording it. We're going to start building an audience. We're going to put a trailer up. We're going to promo it. We're going to market it. We're going to build a connection with an audience. And then you're going to publish this thing in January. And you're going to look back and say 2022 was the best year ever because I joined Kathy for this podcast course and I grew so much and I created revenue streams. And I'm so happy that I was in this community and I found my voice and I found an incredible platform and I got to meet so many cool people and the opportunities that are going to come are going to be amazing. So if you want to join the program, you can go to com slash join And grab your seat because the doors are going to close next Wednesday. And our first live class inside of the official program will be on the 28th of September. You should join today. Go to kathyheller.com slash join. I love you so much. And I hope you find this really cool and valuable. So we're going to go over, we're going to review things today. And we're also going to answer some questions. So if you feel like raising your hand on the Zoom room and being brave, Kara, oh my gosh hand went up like that so you are getting added here tell
1: us the things hey everybody so i'm Cara Terrell from vermont i'm the founder of core Four parenting and, and you're so brave cara you literally yeah. were just like oh put me in coach let's that's me do this. i'm first in line always happy to happy to volunteer um so i'm launching a podcast called raising gen Z, a podcast for pandemic moms raising world-ready kids and i'm really excited about it like i just this is my passion i'm an educator i'm a teacher i left the classroom and now i'm a conscious parenting educator and coach for moms so
0: important life. so important everybody's giving you so much love look at that immediate <laughs> feedback you're getting Kara. take that
1: in it's this I, I did 10 episodes yesterday i'm like firing through so here's my question okay I have a coaching program that I'm launching in January. I really want to launch this podcast in November so I can lead up to the January like deposits, connections, really create that space with people so they want to join the program. But I joined your program, which I'm thrilled about. And I wonder if I'm married to a January launch date. No,
0: you're not married. We just got you divorced. No, No. Uh, uh, God forbid. No, no. Here's the thing about it. You can launch whenever, okay? You have a little bit of a leg up in terms of there being momentum in January, okay? You know, there are certain things that are considered flagpole content, which by the way, I want you all to think about. Here's a little bit of secret sauce. Are you ready? You're going to be so happy you came today because the more you spend time with someone who's just been doing something for a while, they go, well, did you see this trick? You know, if you touch this control alt thing on your computer and press a four, it does this dance and you're like, I never knew. It just like starts sending balloons into my living room, whatever, right? I'm going to tell you a little secret sauce about Apple and about all platforms. And then we're going to circle back to your question, but this is related, okay? Mm-hmm. There are things in life that are considered flagpole content. And what that means is Christmas is Christmas right across the world. It's the same day every year, December 25th, right? Imagine if I just said it wrong and you were like, she didn't know the date. (laughs) So when it comes to platforms like Spotify, like Apple, if you start to notice they operate around flagpole content. So that means they're going to do shows about Thanksgiving in November, They're going to pull different things that have to do, they might do things about really being enlightened and being able to go home for the holidays and deal with your mother's criticism. Like they're going to do stuff about Thanksgiving around Thanksgiving. They're going to do stuff about back to school in September, right? They're going to do stuff about, you get my point, Mother's Day, right? So January is a time where people take on habits. And we talked about that. So they do different things with the platforms in January. They feature all kinds of new shows because Mm -hmm. it's a new year. It's a new birth. And they'll feature shows and say, these are the best shows to listen to. If you want to be a better parent, these are the best shows to listen to. So there's just like a lot of momentum. However, if you started a show the January before the July before the October before that's all still okay and right and good, And of all the times in the year, right? That's just like a great time to start because people are all starting. We're all starting, we're all turning over a new leaf, things like that. But every single day that goes by, if you're building an audience, if you're building momentum, you're only going to be that much further along, right? And I do think that we should think about what I talked about this week in terms of building a runway, right? Like Charlie Puth, my kids and I like him. His new record comes out in October. So what is he doing? He's leaking, dropping, dripping, however you want to say it, one song at a time. Why is he doing that? Why isn't he just putting the whole record out? Because he's getting us excited about this October date. And he wants people to start moving in like a, like a movement. Like, you know, you see like one dog and there's two dogs and three dogs, a pack, a wolf pack, right? But you can be doing that in November. You could be doing that anytime and leading towards a time where there might be even more momentum. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. So that's what you think is the ideal runway. Is I think all
0: runway, the more the merrier. What I want to head, what I want to caution people against is the feeling of disappointment when there is no runway.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they say, I took Kathy's class, so I'm, I'm going to like take a class and while I'm in the class, launch a podcast and expect there to be an incredible result when I haven't launched a podcast. I just published a podcast. Like nobody just publishes things without really creating it's like my my walls right we just had these walls painted they went from white to bone okay <laughs> the first thing that happened which took a whole day before any color was put on the wall is primer right so why because the primer makes it so that the paint will stick what we forget and we set ourselves up to feel a little bit disappointed or we get a little triggered is because we just Skip the thing everyone ever had to do ever for any reason. We preheat the oven, then we put the brownies in. We wouldn't put the brownies in, turn on the oven and go, this recipe is a liar. The brownies have been in there for 12 minutes. Like, well, the oven wasn't preheated. So it took like four and a half minutes to get heated. So you just you just need four more minutes. That's what I'm saying. Like, let's preheat the oven. Let's get the oven going. Let's boil the water and then let's pour the tea. So if you want to start in November, great. If you want to start anytime, great. But understand that by starting, you're starting, you're cooking without the preheating and that's okay. But what's a little bit uh, unfortunate sometimes (laughs) is if you you don't have a, um, let's say you don't preheat the oven, right? Let's say you don't um, do any kind of runway. And sometimes people create these amazing episodes and they didn't do any preheating. They didn't do any buildup. They didn't let anyone know. There was no awareness. There was no campaigning. There was no enrolling. There was no process to get people to, to know about it. And the show drops, the other show drops, the other show drops. And then all this good content was put into the world, but nobody heard it because they didn't know it was there. So my husband started a podcast with my pushing and uh, he interviewed all these comedians this summer. And I told him to do this, but he didn't. He was like, but we got Kevin Nealon. We got Paul Reiser for Mad About You and Stranger Things. I said, that's so great. So they already put them in the worlds. And 74 people heard it. And that's fine. But that was an amazing, it was a four hour interview. These two parts, it's already been published. So now if you go scroll down, he had Kevin Nealon, George Wallace, Susie Essman, and like, Now, what do you do with it? Do you you put it again? Do you do the same Mm. episodes? Like, oh, it might've been cooler to hold it for a second, preheat that oven, get a lot of people, as many as you could to get excited about it, tease it out like all the musicians do, like all the movie studios do, like everyone who's ever wrote a book has done. Then what? Maybe 316 people would have heard it and they would have loved it. And they did love it. He has seen that his people stayed the audience stayed and it grew a little bit, grew a little bit, but I'm just saying, I want you to get the most out of it. Is this, is this
1: helpful? Is this making sense? Yeah. And I'm realizing that, um, you know, I'm a patient person. I can hang for the duration of the course. And then I could also just move the launch of the next coaching program to February, right? I can divorce myself from that date to get the best out of what we're going to do together. So there's a lot of options and I'm really grateful. Thank you.
0: You're so welcome. And we're, we're going to talk more about launching your coaching program because you also, given who you are and what you're up to, you might already have an audience where you could be launching that coaching program exactly when you thought you were going to. And it's like a six-week program or a three-month program. And that's your first iteration of that. And then you learn from it and learn what you want to do different and how you want to charge more different or different next time. And like, then your podcast grows and you launch that coaching program even better the next time. So it was better that you launched it because you even wanted to iterate that, right? You want to beta test as much as you can anyway. So it's like more power to you. Get the get the information, get the data, get the feedback. And I'm so happy we're going to get to have, see, this is what Colleen meant. You are indicative. She's like the people who get attracted to this work are kind with integrity, who want to do good in the world. I love that you're doing a podcast. I love that we're going to get to hang out and we're going to do this on Zoom for the next three months. Sounds good. Thank you for that. Colleen, is there anything you wanted to share about
2: anything I just talked about? No, it was beautiful. It's just that reminder. Like I love how Kara knew, okay, in order to sell my course, I need a runway. I need that momentum. And then we're saying, yep. And then for your podcast to launch, you want that runway and you want that momentum. And... It's okay if it doesn't happen in anything in January. Do you know what I mean? Like Kathy's saying, sometimes just a little bit of extra oomph at certain times, but that doesn't mean use it as an excuse not to move when everything falls for it to move. Like you just, you roll with it and it's all good and it will all be perfect in whatever way it needs to be. We just think it's super cool that this program's happening at a time where it's literally going to set you up to be ready to go live at a really powerful time.
0: Yeah, that's true right i think we we hold back we sometimes want to run this program all the time because you could tell it's very fun and it is very fun when there's something that you're very passionate about it's i think we all love to feel like we know things and so it you know it's fun to be able to like let me tell you things i know things but i i do hold back and we do do it once a year because it does feel like a perfect storm it feels like when people get to september there's a little thought in the back of their mind like okay i got a few months till the end of this year i want to make it count and i'm like time you didn't miss anything. come with me for three months we're gonna build the runway, create the audience enrollment, get them engaged, create a great podcast and we're gonna launch it and we're gonna have so much fun together. Oh and by the way, one of the things I do in my class is I I feature I shout out our students that are doing really well and so on my episode since that's a little bit of something that can be helpful and useful and I'm like, let's use whatever we have, is I take students and I'll say, I want to hear what your podcast is about. You've been kicking butt in this class. You show up, you're generous. And then every single week on my podcast, I'm like, all right, listen, you people, you got to go listen to Brandy's show or Stephanie's show. You got to hear this show. It's so good. And people say that a lot of times that's really helpful. And so I try to be a feature myself I try to be a platform to feature and that's like a nice perk and I know I don't have to do that but it feels like why not do it and um and so that is a part of a part of what we do as well all right let's um should we have crystal come up I see crystal and her crystal you already look like you have like a perfect podcast like studio like it's beautiful yes. you're like yes I do I have a yes, thank you. <laughs> your your quality of video is better than mine by a mile. Like, what am I doing wrong?
3: Oh well, things. I I I upgraded my camera. I do a ton of zooms and podcasts, so um, Colleen's I upgraded. Kill me after this to be like, did you see Crystal? No. Could you yeah. just live up to what Crystal? Hey, is? I have all the links and all my gear. If you want me to send anything, I'm happy to share it. <laughs> so sweet. Um,
1: Hello. What's you. going on with you? You're yeah. Welcome. So
3: uh, this has been. I'm loving the boot camp and just. I'm so inspired. I have a podcast called Crystal and corks. I oh, it's um, such a cute
0: name. <laughs>
3: Thanks. I love wine and I love having open and honest conversations about business over wine. So that's what we do. Beautiful. And um, sometimes I have guests and we do interview and then sometimes it's solo. And my question is, do you have a format for scripting solo episodes? Like I feel like sometimes I just sit down and I'm just kind of like writing it out But, um, is, you know, I just wonder if you have any kind of format.
4: Okay. So
0: this is me giving you the only answer I have is I can't script anything. I'm so bad at it. Um, so even when I have to read an ad, Colleen's like, could you sound like you care more because you are reading it? I'm like, I know because I do everything like this, like hot mess.com. That's my sweet spot. So my thought for you cuz i do some episodes where i'm not interviewing people and here's my way. I bring people on who i'm helping. So it's like i often feel that the best thing that's going to come out of me, the best thing that's going to come out of me is if i'm sitting across from another human and they ask me a question or they have something that they feel and they care about and they're like, "Well, why do you like Dan Butner in the Blue Zones? Don't you know this?" and i'm like, "Hang on a minute." That's a good point. Let's unpack that. And then anything I was really going to say, well, I'll say it better. So what do you think about inviting your listeners in? Which would be great for your engagement. Cause you know what happens when you invite your listeners in, they tell 10 of their friends, you got to listen to this podcast. I'm on it. She talks about me and then they like it. And then that gets them to share it. So it's a win, 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 win. And people love hearing real people. Like <laughs> I said this early on, and it's really true. Like, it is so inspiring. If you met, and I think Colleen, maybe over the next few days, some of our real people from our programs will come on, right? And like, tell us a little bit about their experience. But like, you'll be more inspired listening to a single mom talk about how she can breathe in and out all day long and figured out just this one thing, whether it was like how to let go of anxiety, or how to find a way to be her Girl Scout troop leader while also dating again for the first time after losing her husband. Like, that's so inspiring. So what do you think about bringing real people on and then allowing that to be a space for you to open up, for you to share, rather than it being an interview versus a scripted show?
3: Yeah, I love it. And I also what I love about it is I feel like I'm trying to guess what people want to hear and I'll ask my audience, but by just having somebody on, it is more of the conversation too, which I'm it's a very casual show. It's more about a conversation. So I feel like that format would be great. It's perfect.
0: And I also want to say um you're really like the perfect person for me, Mm -hmm. like you're the, like, I would love to have you in this program. And the reason why is because it's so obvious. So I don't even need to say it. Everyone's looking at your face and hearing the resonance. And when I see people like you, I'm like, you should be well known. Right. And then I like to get into, so what might be at all standing in the way? Is it a, Mm -hmm. is there resistance to being visible? Is there a belief that we don't know that we have? Is there some strategy that we're doing all these things right. And there's just, cause it's hard to know what we don't know. And sometimes when someone's looking from the outside in, they go, oh my gosh, it's just this. This is this, this one little thing we need to change it. Because I think about Rachel Ray for a second. I had her on my show. She was literally, she took her hand and she had bracelets on, more bracelets than me. So they were clanging and she was banging on the table. And I was moved to tears. Because she couldn't stop banging on the table, which I was like, my producer is going to have so much fun editing this out and trying to capture what she's beautifully saying. I say this because she can't script the banging on the table. Mm -hmm. And we have a mutual friend, she and I, Sherry Salata, who used to be, she was the CEO of OWN. She produced Oprah. She was her executive producer. I texted her after I got off of Rachel. I said, I know why you loved her. Cause they found her, you know, Oprah found a lot of people that we all know. We think we know them. It's like, you know, them cause they were on Oprah. Like that's why, right. So Sherry is responsible for finding a lot of talent that has changed the world, including Deepak Chopra and Brene Brown. Like they spotted people and put them on that platform. And that's why they became so big. But I said to myself, Oh, this is what it takes. It takes an unbridled, I don't, I don't Where where I'm going. I don't use scripts. I'm going to bang on this table. Like Mm. I'm a girl with a big heart. I'm Italian. I'm from upstate New York and I got something to say and nobody cares what degree I have. No one cares what size dress I wear. I'm going to bang on this table. Mm. And um, we all need to bang on the table. We need yeah. to start a roar. We're really quiet. We're really scripted. It's really old. It's really boring, right? We need to We need to say something. And that's really why I'm doing this program because people will come into my world and then they'll go back to sleep a little bit mm. or they'll just turn their light. It's like a taxi cab, the light's on or it's off and they'll just turn the light off again. And I'm like, oh, hell no. Like your grandmother, she didn't do what she did so that you could be quiet because you got a lot to say
4: and we Mm. need to hear it,
0: right? We need to start to hear the things that actually move us forward that are not toxic positivity, that are actually going to help us Mm -hmm. to move forward. And you have a lot of that going on and you know it. And that's why you went out of your way to make this look so beautiful because you really want to be uncorked. So if you want to be uncorked, <laughs> yeah, scripts, scripts. Right. Colleen, I know I- you have something to say about
2: that. Uh, I Everything Kathy said, your resonance is so beautiful, right? It just radiates through the screen and that warmth and that love will lend itself so beautifully to just hearing from those audience members, which was already your instinct to ask them, what do you want to hear? And it's like, great. So just invite them in that little bit closer. And I think it's a beautiful, beautiful way. But yeah it's time for you to like, just really allow in how easy it gets to be to just let more of you shine through because people are going to eat it up.
3: Mm. Thank you ladies. I mean that you hit the nail on the head. Like I have been hiding and there is fear of what people will think as you put yourself out there. I'm sure I'm not alone in that. And uh, so the scripting aspect helps that in a way. Right. But it's funny. if we're going to be uncorked we're going to be unscripted so
0: yeah <laughs> okay this is my favorite ball that you could throw to me that hopefully i will hit out of the park i i'm really grateful i want to hold here for a second because there's hundreds of us between streaming and zoom right now who need to hear this including myself but let's go for a second let's just go all in what you just said Is so big. We need to put it in neon lights. It is probably the single greatest thing that holds us back as humans, as humanity, as, as a species. And let me just talk about it for a second. We want to be liked. It is a primal feeling. It started when you wanted your parents to come pick you up. Like you put your arms out when you were, you know, baby, like you want the approval of your dad. You want to be pleasing especially women, we are taught to be pleasing. We take the temperature of the room first. We will set ourselves on fire as long as everyone else is okay. And here's what I want to say. There are people right now in this world who don't like me. It already happened before I had a podcast, sixth grade, fourth grade, 12th grade, my family, my, this, my, that, right. Can I control what other people think? Guess what? There's my liberation. And the good news about it is you also right now, as you sit here, there might be two people who were in your 11th grade class and meet for lunch and go, did you see what cr- you're surviving it now? you're already surviving it. And here's the thing about people. They're so self-absorbed that this is how long, this is how much they care, zero. So they go like this, Did you here that crystal? Anyway, do you want to split the tuna tartare? Let me tell you about my house. I had a flood. My boyfriend's such a jerk. They're off crystal. They're, you're not, they don't care enough. They just don't care enough. It's like, it's one day old. That's it. They're over it. They're done. They're over it. What's, what's problematic is thinking it's a problem. It is not a problem that people won't like you. It's going to happen and already is happening for all of us. The problem is thinking it's not supposed to happen. The problem is thinking it's a problem. The problem is all of us sitting here trying to control our life to get people who will never be on board. They're never going to like you. You could be the most delicious Italian food in the world, the best restaurant. You could make the best meatballs. And somebody's like, I am a vegan. I will protest this restaurant. And you're like, whoa, I have offended this person. These are my grandmother's meatball recipe. No, you are as good as like Satan for this person. You could be Jerry Seinfeld. You could literally be somebody who had the most successful comedic show in history. And people were like, I can't stand him. He is not funny. And you're like, free world, you're allowed, right? Like they're allowed to not like him. He doesn't have to worry about controlling that. That's not his job. It's not a problem. There's a lot of things in this world. People will play me music. My husband, he loves three kinds of music, 70s rock, reggae, and hip hop. Of those three, I will listen to hip hop with him. I like hip hop. And I know sometimes you'd be surprised (laughs) because some of it is a little derogatory towards women, if I'm being honest, some of the lyrics, but some of it I really like. So I like blast certain Dr. Grace on certain and certain because my kids are in the car. Some of it's, you know, not appropriate, but I'm like into it. The one I don't like is 70s rock. I'm like, you like Neil Young? His voice is not an interesting sound. I'm like, nah, like his, I'm like, he's like, I love his voice. I'm like, please turn it off. So we fight when we go on road trips, which we sometimes over the pin it, we travel a lot. I was like, I can only handle one at a time. And he's like, but you just played three, three uh, Indigo girl songs. And I'm like, The Indigo Girls are amazing. And he's like, I can't even handle it with the Indigo Girls. Like, it's so sentimental and sappy. (laughs) And I'm like, it's amazing, Melody, and you're a freak show. And he's like, I love Neil Young. So is it Neil Young's problem? Does he have to convince me? No, he doesn't. I'm sure that Lizzo has people saying, ooh. And she goes, whatever you need to say is good, baby. Because I'm taking it to the bank, right? Like,
1: <laughs> I don't
0: care. Like, I also don't like, she
1: doesn't like things
0: either. We are free to be ourselves. And when you think about it, it's like today's Thursday, okay? Let's say that I didn't You really get this. Forget the fact that it's stressful and it makes us start to change the way we do everything, not just in social media and our podcast, but in Oh, what you're going to wear to the PTA I meeting, like everything. But what's more of a problem is today, this this day called Thursday, this is my life. This is my actual life today, but it's not mine because I'm spending it for them. So when do I get to live my life? In two Thursdays? Will that day be mine? Oh, no, no, it's okay. How about in three years on Thursday? it will be my life. Nope. Okay. So when does it get to be my life? My actual effing life? Hmm. It's a problem, isn't it? Mm. So most people take their Thursday and they say, here, you could have it. What if it's your day? Doesn't matter what those girls will say. In fact, you can't stop them from saying it. In fact, the more visible you get, which is what you really want, because you if anyone has the wherewithal and the drive to make as much happen as you've made with a good camera and you've created a really good idea for a show, you'd want as many people to hear it as possible. So this was an important conversation between us today, right? right? Because of course you want to have more people enjoy this and the right people will hear it. And the wrong people no matter how sweet you are, no matter how good intentioned you are. You know, this morning I was talking to one of my closest friends, Amy Purdy, who lost her legs when she was 19 and she had a virus and also lost a kidney and also lost hearing in one ear. And then had the courage to learn how to walk on prosthetics with two prosthetic legs and then learned how to snowboard and then was in the Olympics and snowboarded but hold on a second she's my really good friend so we've talked for years about everything but you know what she told me today that I never had heard she told me that when she was on Dancing with the Stars she was the runner-up she got so much hate she said for every ounce of support she got she got so much support she got twice as much hate Hmm. because love is so powerful that you need more hate to equal love And there's always a balance in the world. Everything's always in balance. She said, whatever the meanest, she told me this this morning. She goes, whatever the meanest things are, you could think someone would say, they said about me. So you could be a person who learned to walk, who learned to run, who learned to snowboard without feet, without legs. And people will still find time in their day. No, no, not just think it. They'll find time in their day to make a video about you. Mm. They'll find space to create conversations about you. So what should she do about that? Should she try to talk to those people, call those people, win them over? Should she spend time thinking about it? Should she stop dancing on Dancing with the Stars? Should she stop snowboarding? Or say, I'm free. Mm. And this is part of life. Everything I put in the sun has a shadow. Sunlight and shadow. And I get to do my work. I get to focus on my part. When you bring good in the world, you're going to trigger people. Mm. Whatever we do will trigger people. And the only thing that other people have real free will over is where they put their focus, what they choose to perceive. And so I can't, as much as I want to love somebody, I take people through this launch, right? This is me being myself. People could come away and go, I mean, thank, thankfully, it is beautiful, even though I would know how to deal with it based on what we just said, it is beautiful that a lot of the times, People who are somehow willing to click and then come live, they tend to be our people. And that's interesting. I think you'll find that a lot, that those other people, they might do what they're doing, but they don't come into your circle, which is kind of cool. The way that kind of the universe works and what gets magnetized and where it goes and where it doesn't go. But people could say about me, and you should have seen, right, when we ran an ad to this that we were doing this workshop. We put it out into the Facebook. You know, there's an algorithm where I can post things and then tell it to tell people who like podcasting. Mm-hmm. People will write on the ad. She's full of BS. There is no way this is not going to be a Ponzi's game. She's gross. She's this. She's that. On the ad. I mean, it's like. And so we just we see it and we just like, okay, you know, like we just let it like blah, 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 blah. you know, I mean? <laughs> it's just like let them do it. Let them do it. It's okay. Like they don't know me, and that's what they think and. There's a lot of people who are untrustworthy in the world and they focus on that and assign that to other people. And guess what? They might be untrustworthy. Mm-hmm. They might not be nice. Because even if I haven't liked someone, which there's plenty of things in life I don't prefer, I've never in my life taken the time. A-a-a-ah-ahem. Here's what an Im- imbecile you are. Like, would I ever do that? Ever? No. Like, Never. So it's interesting. We give it so much power. We give it so much thought. It's like, what kind of person is like, ah, 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 here's my <laughs> podcast review. No, no, I'm gonna take the time to figure out how to review your show. I got something to say. You're an idiot. you We get one star reviews. You say like too much. You are too positive. You're disingenuous. Like people are yelling through the review. and I'm just like, I got it. I heard it. Thank you appreciate it. And then you can tell when there's constructive criticism, which is helpful. And you can tell because it feels different, has a different resonance. Sometimes people will say, Mm -hmm. slow down. You say so many great things. You know, you talk really fast. I'm like,
1: have to remember that.
0: That's a good note, you know, or people will say, I don't know, some other things that I'm like, I want to get a better camera or I want, you know, that's different. And you know it. How do you guys feel now? Seriously, can you just give yourself your own Thursday? Can you just make every single decision? What pickles you want to eat? What color you want to wear? Because it's your day, because it's your choice. Because guess what? It is your day. Don't live it for them. They are never going to be pleased anyway. You can't control it. And that sucks. And let them have their negativity. Let's get out loud. Who is with me?
3: Yeah, I am. (laughs) Thank you, Kathy. That was incredible. Thank you so much. By the way,
0: Crystal, I'm glad you asked this question for obvious reasons, but also this is what we do in my program. It's very sneaky because it seems as though you're going to start a podcast, but really you're going to become the most alive version of yourself. Mm -hmm that's really what I'm in it for. And if the podcast winds up being a vehicle for that, even better, because now you're going to get other people on board. You're going to sneak into the hearts of those girls who needed a friend like you. And now you get to do that for them too. So Mm -hmm. anyways, this has been amazing. You're beautiful too. P.S. Colleen, anything
2: you want to share around my rant? Oh, it's so good. It's just beautiful and just on point in every way imaginable. And I guess the only other thing I want to add to that is just this reminder that in that process is so don't dilute yourself. Don't make yourself vanilla or beige or whatever term you want to use because you think it's going to have more mass appeal. And then again, we're trying to control and mitigate against what people might say. And if I'm not as spicy, then there'll be less for people to react to. And it's like, let's just skip all that. Because even if you're vanilla, there's going to be people who are like, I hate vanilla. It's so not for me. And they're really going to feel that because it's not your true resonance. It's not your true self. So really, the easiest thing, even though it feels counterintuitive, is just to go all in unleashed, right? Uncorked in the truth of who you are. And it will blow your mind what starts to shape up and reflect back to you in your life when you move from that energy
0: it's just so good. Oh my god. It's just so good. And really any part of us that gets triggered when somebody is being unkind or whatever it's only because we're using our energy to perceive that rather than perceive it a different way which is it's okay this is them it's all good which means it's really about a part of us judging ourselves. That's yeah. all. And if we learn to be like who am i really, you know? I'm really like this this soul, this consciousness, this energy that's inside this body, you know, my body has changed so many times. I was, I looked different and ate different food when I was four, had a different lunchbox, had different friends, right. Listen to different music, like our body that we keep identifying with, but I'm this and I'm that. here's my skills. Here's my not, you know, here's what I'm not good at. It's like, those are, things that are relevant on some level to the story about who you are, but who you really are is the thing that's unchanging that, that goodness, that soul, that conscious person that you always were inside yourself, whether you had this, this music you liked at that time or these friends or so much about you has changed, but what's essential to you is in the core. It's your consciousness. It's your soul. It's who you are when you were conceived, that life force, that spark of life. So that is, really part of this whole one self, this one big vortex, and we're all connected in it. And when somebody is in that place where they create some contrast, they're just disconnected from their self, from what's really whole about them. And we got to remember that everybody has access to plugging back into wholeness, to expansion, to creativity, to compassion. And the more we do that, the more we live in resonance, the more other people actually turn their lights on and like start finding their way to something that maybe is really more of who they really are and truth and wholeness and love and all of that. So, um, I just want to remind you, we're going to do another hot seat, answer more questions, but I really and truly feel, I feel so obligated to make sure morally, I feel like ethically I want to make sure that you guys know we do this once a year, this program. And it's so not like anything that's happening out in the world that I know of. And it's an incredible place for people to make deep connections and friendships and also to find a part of themselves that they sort of left along the side of the road a while back and for us to make a giant difference. And so we decided Colleen and I talked this morning because a bunch of you signed up last night, which is so exciting, but we wanted to also extend the bonuses till tonight at midnight. So anybody, cause a lot of people, Are watching replays and they're like, I didn't even hear about it until this morning. And I want to be able to do it when I get home from work. And can we do it? So we're extending it till tonight at midnight. So if you want the extra bonuses, by the way, the enrollment closes next Wednesday, the Facebook group, all that stuff closes next Wednesday. But if you want the bonuses, they will close at midnight tonight. And really this is like three months of like not just learning how to podcast and learning how to monetize, which I'm really a geek out on that stuff. I'm really interested in giving you tactable, concrete ways to grow a freaking business. Mother Teresa said, it takes a checkbook to change the world. And I want to see women with ducats. Like, let's go, let's start underwriting the things that you care about. Because it turns out your vote goes a long way when you have money and it's not a It's it's actually doable. There's money everywhere. We got to get you into the market. We got to get you holding space and creating things and trading dollars for the energy around the gifts that you have. We can do this. So speaking of that, you're going to learn all of that in this program that I can teach you in three months. You're going to have live Zoom calls. You're going to have so many calls with me. There's like 13 calls with me that are live. There's 10 or 12 calls with Colleen. Also with my producer, Emma, so you can get the nitty gritty of the tech Plus, there's extra stuff for you to watch if you want it. So you've got live accountability and the implementation calls are really important. I wanted to say that it's not just learning the stuff and having the coaching, but on Colleen's calls, there's time for everybody to mute their cameras and do the homework. And then come back and talk to her about it and then go into breakout groups and talk to your peers in your class about it. That process of the implementation that we put into the program, in addition to my calls, my coaching, all that information is so transformational because it means that by the end of this, you are going to get this done. You're going to find so much inside of you that you didn't know because you're going to be in action with it. And that's really an amazing thing. So. All of that's happening. The bonuses, if you enroll by tonight at midnight, you get the tickets to the live event with me and Mel Robbins. You also get the Ditch Your Day Job Workshop, which will be really helpful in specific ways to looking at the next 90 days and looking at your gifts and figuring out how you're then gonna use the work we're doing in the podcast course to ditch your day job, if that's something you're interested in. But I think it helps anyone who wants to start a, a business. Um, And then the other thing is those sessions with my friends, Amy Purdy, Jerisha Hawk, Jenna Kutcher, Martha Beck, um, Candace Nelson, those are really helpful. So all of those bonuses expire at midnight. We are going to come back. Um, we're not done. We're not going anywhere. We're going to stay on for another like 20 minutes or so, but we are going to come back tomorrow as well and do more Q and A's. Uh, Colleen, anything you want to add or anything? Oh, and if you want to join, the link to join is just kathyheller.com slash join. And there are two levels. One level is gold and it's all of the things that I just said. And then there's 18 spots for the platinum level and we already have a few gone. So I think there's about 12 spots left. And that includes a retreat at my home with a private chef and meditation. And it's just different people need different things in different times. So that's available. And Colleen, anything else that you want to share?
2: Yeah. Just for those of you asking about times. So Kathy's calls, they often take place at different days or times of the week, depending on maybe she has a guest who's coming in. So and the great part about that is then they flex with everyone's schedules.
0: Yeah, we try to do them in a varied, different time zone so that everybody can make some of my live calls where Colleen and Emma's calls are consistent, but we will always give you lead time. Yeah, so you're not finding out Kathy's calls today. It's not like that. It'll be more like, you have a call with Kathy next week on this day so that you can make plans to try to be there. Um, and there's multiple times, right? There's 13 of these calls. So hopefully over three months, you can make some of them. Okay, we could take a couple more questions. Hi Rhonda. Hi. Hello.
4: I love your purple vibes. There's like lighter purple, darker, magenta. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. So my question is I have a a, a podcast for almost a year. November will be a year. For you that's you're in a very small group of people who really in the world in the history of the world who done a podcast for longer than that I didn't know that until yesterday when I listened to your video I was like wow and um I also didn't know that I was doing how well I was doing we had our last episode had uh 225 downloads in one week and that is
0: fantastic (laughs) I know seriously imagine if you had anything like you 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 open a little shop and you have 225 customers in a week that come in satisfied we'd be like what are you selling what are you giving away why are people coming and coming back it's great congratulations tell us more tell us more about your
4: show tell us more yes so um i it's called delicious alignment and it's about uh learning how to love your body at any size, and also learning how to uh, experience food freedom all through the law of attraction perspective.
0: So good. I just posted a reel the other day from Bethany Frankel, and she was like, when I was dieting, I was overweight. When I stopped caring and I let myself have French fries, I lost all this weight because I was free (laughs) of thinking about food. It was just such a great video, so I posted it. Anyway, she goes, and I don't exercise at all.
4: It's <laughs> really funny, yeah, yeah, exactly, and so my question really is about i so I have the view- you know the podcast, but I've also been uh putting the YouTube video of the actual interview, so they see me, they see the guest, and so that's like it's typically a hundred views and am I losing downloads? Cause now I see from listening to your, listening to you this week that the number of downloads is really important, obviously. So is, I'm wondering if I should not have the YouTube videos because it's taken away. I don't yeah. think
0: it's taking away. I don't think you're losing downloads. I think it's just that some people find it that way and want to watch it. You know, I think the vast majority of people listen to Joe Rogan, but some people want to watch it. I don't think they're the same. I don't think it's, I don't think you're, I think people are just choosing how they want to consume content. But what I would say, if you were in my program, what I would like get my hands in there with you is you've already have something really, really important called proof of concept. People are enjoying this. So my next question would be, how are we going to scale this now? Right. Cause you're at a place different than what we were talking about the last few days of like starting and engage. It's like, how do we now? And this is one of the things that we do in this program is like, how are we going to grow what you already have? And so I want to know a little bit more about it. When you do your show, right, there are a few things that we will teach you in this program that every single time you do an episode, you're going to just learn that it's part of what you do. Just like when you wake up in the morning. And it's not complex. You just know that you brush your teeth, wash your face, put your clothes on, feed your cat. It doesn't feel complicated. It's just part of your routine. Literally that simple. And you're like, I do do 14 things in the morning. We need to do that with the podcast. And so when I, when I say I put out a podcast, it's like I put out a podcast, which means I make a one minute audio clip and it starts to become so second nature that it's like brushing my teeth, washing my face, feeding the cat, make the podcast episode. Let my audience know about it. Put out a one minute audio clip in the beginning when I first started the first two and a half, three years. And actually I think it was longer than that. I think it was like four and a half years. Cause Colleen, we just only recently closed our free Facebook group. We had a podcast group. We had a group, not teaching people how to podcast, but for my don't keep your day job podcast, we had a Facebook group that was free. And for years, it grew to, I think it grew to like 55,000 people or maybe even more. Um, what we would do, what I would do in the beginning, it was just me. It wasn't me and Colleen. It was, it was me. Emma would help me, right? Remember, Emma was an intern. And then I asked her if she could start to help me. And then she started to help me. And then I eventually was able to afford to hire her full time, which was really cool. But that wasn't in the beginning. But what I did do since the beginning, actually, before that show even went out, I showed up in that group every single week live, separate from the show. Because I would say on the show, hey, this is Kathy Heller. Welcome back to the episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. If you would like to have a conversation about this topic or about today's episode, or you want to add your comments, meet me on Thursday morning in this Facebook group. It is free. I'd love to talk with you. I'd love to see you. I'd love to be there. And people started to come to that group. And then I would put things in the group and say, if you agreed with this and you want to find somebody else in this group who did it, find each other and people would work together. They would find each other. I also started creating, you know, people have reading book groups, like people, you know, they book clubs, I made a 10 podcast episode, little PDF with literally white Google white doc, like nothing was on it, but white space. It was like the name of the episode and five questions that people could ask each other once they listened to my episode. So then, you know what that did? is I encourage people to not just listen passively to it, but talk to other people about it, because then they might take action, right? If they did hear an episode about entrepreneurship, and then I asked them to ask each other these questions, maybe they would iterate themselves. Maybe they would help each other brainstorm ideas. So in the group, I started to say, if you want to start a book club, but instead of reading books, you listen to this podcast with each other, let me help. So we would say, if you're in this city and you want to meet up with each other before COVID, you know, put your name here and find other people in your city. We had people meeting up in Portland, in Pasadena, in Australia, and this started slow. But then you know what they would do? They would invite friends who didn't listen to my podcast to listen to the podcast with them so that they could discuss it, so that they could get to the part where they would discuss it. And then they started creating bigger podcast club Groups. It was amazing, and some of them asked me to come and be a part. And so, one or two times, I zoomed in. This is before people were even using Zoom, and I met up with like 24 people on Zoom who were listening to the podcast. It's amazing how there's just so much bandwidth. We kind of leave there when when it's fun and it's easy, and it doesn't cost money, and it doesn't. It's not a lot to do. So, that is something. These are just. I'm literally throwing ideas at you, but I want you to start to realize. You're right. This is a a big thing. You have 225 people listening to a show in a week.
4: I didn't know that. I didn't know that was a big thing until I heard you. (laughs) So for every one of those people, right? So we
0: want to get those people enrolled. We want to get those people sharing it. We want to get those people to have more connection with you so that they invest more in you so that they start to be your advocate. You can start to have ambassadors. We have a, we have ways that we in, enroll people into just sharing about the podcast and then they get extra like calls and they get extra things, but people like to have an experience. I mean, notice what we did this week and even what Lindsay just said. Imagine if I told you that this bootcamp, I was just going to send you audio trainings this week. Like how much we, would we have missed, right? So right. I think that there's a lot in the beginning that can help this really expand. And the number one thing I say to people that helps things to grow is to not try to be perfect with any of it because then it's so easy to show up and that's how I do everything. So I would like this to just be even bigger. And speaking of, since you said the law of attraction, um, and I've never watched the secret, so I don't claim to be an expert on the law of attraction, but I I do know things about Kabbalah and mysticism and mindfulness and meditation. And I guess I would want to say to you, how much of you is really willing to be a magnet for this being something really, really big, like a giant light bulb that can power Times Square? Like where in your energy could you potentially think about moving through any resistance? to calling as many people forward to drink this beautiful drink.
4: Yeah. I mean, I have a lot to maximize that I'm probably, that I'm not maximizing. Like I have a Facebook group of 4,000. I have a, a book that I wrote on the subject. So it's just, I'm coaching. And, but yeah, I have a big, 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 I have a dream. <laughs> You know what I
0: want to say to you, Rhonda, and I want everyone Mm -hmm. who's listening. And by the way, in our program, whenever we do these things like spotlights with people, you think it's about Rhonda, but it's about everybody here, Mm -hmm. myself included, right? It's always that way. And so what I want to say to Rhonda, I want everyone here to listen. There's a lot of beautiful, kind women on this call. I get, Rhonda, that you're kind and you have a lot of integrity because it's obvious in who you are. Like, I can feel it. What I want you to get is you're also really powerful, but you're not fully claiming that. When you listen to Byron Katie or Esther Hicks or Brene Brown or Oprah or anyone that you feel has anything worthwhile to say, there's a sweetness, there's a humor, and then there's a freaking freight train. And part of the way I think that women have been raised for generations is to remember to be sweet and humble and pleasing at all times. And we forget that that's not doing us any favors because we can be equally gentle and kind and beautiful and giving and powerful. We can be fierce and brave and lovely. And if you could turn on that fully, give yourself full permission You're going to help people even more because they're only going to be able to rise as far as you've given yourself in your energetic, in your resonance, it's in your resonance. So the more you step into that, you won't be able to hold it back. It'll be like a dam breaks. And for all of us, the truth of the truth is that if you've ever watched a rocket launch or something to launch into the world, it takes a tremendous amount of power of energy right? Not power from force, the power from resonance. And we all have the capacity to turn on that inside of ourselves. But if we're being honest, we spend a lot of time playing in every other quadrant of ourselves, but not necessarily in our full resonance. Colleen, anything you want
2: to add to that? Oh, it's so beautiful. And Rhonda, I just really want to echo what Kathy said about we can just feel like your warmth and your love, like just how much you have to give and share. And you said it yourself when you said, I didn't even realize until I listened yesterday, how amazing it was that I actually have these 250 downloads. That shift alone, you know what I mean? is part of what called in you being here and actually coming up and getting this conversation and starting to hold in a bigger way because you're starting to see it differently. You're like, wait. It's not like, why isn't this bigger? It's, oh my gosh, let me celebrate how big this is. And then the work becomes, oh, I don't have to figure out how to bring more in to make it bigger. I just need to be able to allow this. And like Kathy said, it's your energy that's going to move it because the more powerful you are in holding for that possibility and just aligning and following what feels good, you will get opportunities. You will bump into synchronicities. You know, all this stuff this is your jam. Do you know what I mean? Like it will all come right to you. Cause it's all right there. It's just a matter of us being like, Oh, my palms are up now and I'm so ready to receive this.
4: Mm-hmm. So how do you step into your power more? I mean, I, I guess I've been doing this work for a while. I, I guess it's like, sometimes I have it and sometimes I don't, (laughs) I just want to be that just, I mean, I have it. I know it's here. Confidence. It's confidence. Let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. It's confidence,
0: but it's really real confidence is total humility, right? Mm -hmm. Real confidence is totally being in the stream in oneness with source in oneness with God. You move out of the way. If you've ever heard anyone who's ever done anything that felt insurmountable, they say, I just moved out of the way. And the power of this universe came through me. Like Elton John and Tom Petty will be like, I don't know how I'm playing this. It's a gift. It's a gift, right? It's humility. skill confidence is moving out of the way. There's only two buttons in the game of life. You're either... In receptivity, you're in the stream, which means you're in oneness, you're in a wholeness, right? You're in resonance and it's your soul that's doing the heavy lifting or you're in resistance. And if you're in resistance, you think of what you have to do. You think of other people, you think of what's not working. You think of how much more pressure there is of how overwhelming it is as if you, the ego version of you is going to do anything. But our soul, it's our beingness, it's the energy of us, right? That's what moves things forward. So, how do you do that? Notice, start to notice. Am I in resistance right now or am I in the frickin' stream? Let's just Mm -hmm. go with it, right? Let's, creativity, by the way, the studies that they've done. Our most abundant state is when we are being creative. Ideas are coming in. And that is on the other side of, you ready? Spontaneity. Here's Mm -hmm. the deal. When we are in resistance to the stream, we're trying to predict it. We're trying to control it. Nothing creative because no spontaneity. Stepping into power is stepping out of ego. You want power? Do it. Where would you have me go? What would you have me say? Let's go. Let's freaking go. Wheels up. Wheels up. You do it. I'm just a lamp. I can't do anything. You're the electricity. Plug me in. Plug me in. We all have access to the stream. We can all be plugged into source any single second of the day. Mm -hmm. Out of 650 people that I've interviewed, every single one of those people has a prayer practice, has a meditation practice, has a higher power. There's your power. There's your power. I can't, I can only tell you what I see, Mm -hmm. right? I can only tell you what I see. I understand that the Lakers and the Chicago Bulls have a different track record than everyone else. I also understand that Phil Jackson had them meditate and sit on their ass. That's interesting, right? These two Mm -hmm. teams sitting on their butt and meditating, right? I had Tim Grover on my podcast, who was the personal trainer for Dwayne Wade, Michael Jordan. He goes, I can tell you a lot about their game, but these guys meditate their ass off. Because it's not about their hands. It's about a force that moves through us when we are willing to move out of the way and stop being in control. So how do you move Mm -hmm. into your power? It's not your power to move into. This power. It's a source. It's a force. You can call it anything you want. Eskimos have 70 words for snow. It's still snow. It might be sleet. It might be sludge. It might be thick. It might be thin. It doesn't matter. You can call God and force and universe anything you want, but we have it flowing through us. And when we can access it and when we can have a greater capacity to allow this in, it's amazing what moves in our life. You Mm -hmm. plug yourself in more. Let it flow through you. Let it come. Widen the aperture. Widen the lens. Let it come out
4: more. Right? Right. That's the move. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: Guys, this is like I said to you before, I think it's probably pretty obvious that I have a good time doing this work. It's really fun. And that's why I said, I know sometimes you go online and you're like, this person's like pitching a program and it's gross. Like they said it 10 times. I'm like, but I know what happens in there. I know I'm in there. I watch it. I see it. I understand what's happening in very concrete terms and very spiritual terms. I see it. I'm there. I am in love with it. It's a blessing. So I say to you, get your butt in there. I have no hesitation around telling you that three months spent in this program will change your life. And people will say, but I need to go get ready. I'll do it next year. And I'm like, really? Are you going to spend a year doing all the things that are going to put you in a place where you are so much more ready in a year? It's like, no. Because it's resonance. It's being in the stream. It's turning your lights on. It's coming into who you really are every single day and saying, this day is mine. Let's go. I'm coming at you. Let's do this. Right. And that's, you can't really get that from like affirmations. You know, they only work. That's like putting a band-aid on something. You need deep, honest, actual work. That's going to move you out of the addiction to mediocrity not today not for me never gonna happen blah blah all these people who say it's possible they're just lying right that's not true and we know it's not true but we love it because that story keeps us free from being accountable to who we really decided we were gonna be in this life you came into this life and you said i'm gonna do a lot of good and it's killing you because you've got so much good to do. So let's go. So if you sign up by tonight, you get all these extra bonuses and we know how you are. We get it. We got to do a lot. We got to stack the deck very hard for you to make a choice to invest in yourself. It's like, yeah, it's $297 a month for 12 months for you to be in this container And you're like, I don't know if I am worth figuring out how to put that money towards myself in this way. Okay, but it's not because I don't take that personally. I know that's not about me. That's about your real belief and how much more expansion is here and how much more space is here and what's really possible. I hope that spending this week together, either way, you came away with, there is stuff I didn't know that I didn't know. And it's waking me up. And if that's happening, then I'm happy because guess what? As I said, we don't take everyone in the program anyway. So we do this so that you're filled up and I really hope we're filling you up and we're going to come back again tomorrow and do it again. Colleen, do you want to tell them the winners of the homework from yesterday? I do,
2: yes. All right, so drum roll. Just got to bring it up again. We are the beautiful Kimberly Marie, Sonia williams Spruel. And Rezia Adams, congratulations. You are our winner. So you can email hello at kathyheller.com to claim your bundle of earphones, microphone, and your cute little tote bag. So congrats.
0: Amazing, guys. And there's another giant giveaway, which is if you review the podcast and share it and subscribe to it, you can go to kathyheller.com slash share and you will be eligible to win a MacBook Pro. plus a flight, a trip to Los Angeles, a thousand dollar shopping spree and a coaching session with me. I mean, it doesn't take much to enter that. I would say if you like the show and if you don't like it, don't do it. But if you do, you may as well do that because it takes a second. And uh, it's not like there's thousands of people entering that. I'm telling you, we've, we've looked, there's a, there's people entering it, but it's easier to win than the lottery. Mm-hmm. Um, those of you who do the um, enrollment tonight, you go to kathyhoward.com slash join. If you join, then you're going to get a free ticket on October 10th to be live with us in a VIP section with us and me and Mel Robbins. And it's a small theater anyway. It's only like 300 and something seats, but you'll get like a VIP part of it. Um, you'll also get a workshop on how to ditch your day job and you'll get sessions with Drisha Hoff and Candace Nelson, Amy Purdy, Martha Beck, and Jenna Kutcher. To enter the contest for the giveaway, go to kathyowder.com slash share. I just want to answer this one question. Somebody asked it in the chat. When I started my podcast, did I have a coach? And the answer is yes. The person who mentored me and started my podcast, his name is Tim Street. And I want to give you one more piece of information because i like to give you value throughout this whole thing. I really want you to have stuff to walk away with. He told me this because on my very first episode, I didn't know what my first episode should be about. And I'll tell you right now. He said, where you start, is you tell people a little bit about you, okay? This is what you do on episode one. Tell people a little bit about you and then tell people why you're doing this episode, why you're doing the show and not just the format of what they can expect. You could tell them what they can expect. Like it's gonna be an hour interview more or less once a week, or it's gonna be three, five minute episodes, three times a week of me reading an excerpt from the Bible and discussing. Tell them the format, but tell them more so what they can expect from this journey with you. Like this journey is going to be me looking at happiness and we're going to look at it from different equations and what's toxic positivity and what's really actually working. And what are the things that we can do together as a community? And just that's the first episode. Why? Who are you? Why do you want to do this? And what can they expect this to be about? And um, he mentored me and I, I met him through a chance encounter with somebody who was in my songwriting class who introduced me to this woman, Maddie, who introduced me to Tim. And um, that was really helpful. And in fact, I gave him, I let him listen to my first episode and said, can you give me feedback? And it was great because my first few episodes, I was really long. It was like two hours. And he's like, you don't need to ask all those questions, you know? And there was a lot of like back and forth. And so I think it really is helpful when somebody sits with us and we can save ourselves time because somebody else has already been down that road and can say, Oh, up ahead, there's a pothole over there. There's a tree and the trunk is in the road. Like it just, it, it helps. I think Um, anyways, tomorrow we will be back. I think you guys can feel and see that these spotlight sessions, these Q and a sessions go pretty deep. And we, I think get to a lot of really important things that are probably helpful for all of us for anything, but bring your questions. In fact, I'm going to put a thread in the Facebook group. I'll have the, the team put the thread in the Facebook, We're asking like what other questions you have at podcasting. So I can like come prepared tomorrow to read through a bunch of those questions because you may have questions that other people have. So it will be helpful for you to post your questions. And, uh, I love seeing so many of you. Vera, I think that's so great that you posted that. She's going to be in the group with us. It's going to be amazing. Um, We keep it small enough that we get to know everybody. And by the end of this class, you will have a roadmap to building a business, having a podcast, growing an audience, which in and of itself is such a gift to have a platform in this world and speak life into people. Um, And you're going to grow a lot as a person and we're going to have fun and you're going to encourage me and teach me a lot. And you're going to have that from Colleen and her from you as well. So thank you for today. We'll be back tomorrow, same time. And uh, yeah, there's no homework today, but we're going to keep the giveaway train going. And so what we're going to do is um, we'll post something for you guys to do, maybe some review questions. And uh, and if you answer the review questions, we'll post a couple more prizes so that we can come back tomorrow and give you some prizes. So keep an
1: eye out for that. Have a beautiful day. Thanks for today. It was really awesome.